Hi, welcome to Custom Training Plans. My name is Adam Schwartz, a physical therapist, running coach, and expert designer behind the programs at Custom Training Plans. This recording can be used as a companion to your first couple easy runs to understand the process and purpose around them. First off, we need to understand how to structure a running session. The best way to think about this is to think of a bell curve, where the vertical axis represents intensity and the horizontal axis time. To start off with some very easy intensity, we'll look to start out with a 5 to 10 minute fitness walk. So much good comes from walking more, even for the experienced and very fit runner, so hear me out here. This 5 to 10 minute fitness walk is a time where the joints and muscles can start to loosen up. This becomes incredibly important for the runner who has ran out of bed 5 minutes ago, or the runner who has been sitting at a desk all day and then is out the door for the run. For the latter, this walk is also a good time to de-stress from work before engaging in a more physically demanding activity. During this fitness walk, your heart rate will increase, aiding in a greater distribution of blood that will help perfuse the working tissues. You'll also get a lot more time in single leg stance, which is incredibly important to prime before running as you're never on two legs. So I hope you can see there's a lot to gain by adding in a walk prior to your running. Now still thinking about our bell curve, once done with the fitness walk, we'll up the intensity to start some easy running. For today, this is actually where the intensity will peak. Easy run should be done at a conversational pace. This literally means that it should be done at a pace where you can hold a conversation. How do you know if you're there? You do the talk test. Can you talk and hold a conversation? Yes or no? You'll notice at this pace that breathing is quite comfortable. It is not labored at all. If you're by yourself, instead of the talk test, you can use the nose test, which is also pretty simple and straightforward. Can you breathe through your nose only? Yes or no? Now, something to mention here with this one is that there are individuals with anatomical abnormalities that don't allow them to do this regardless of how easy they run. If that's you, that's okay. You can still use the talk tests. You might look a little crazy talking to yourself, but it's okay. With an understanding of the intensity and how to determine if you're truly running at the right level, let's touch on the hot and very controversial topic of running form. There are lots of arguments out there on running this way, that way, whichever way, but unfortunately there is no support from scientific literature for these claims. Should you land with your forefoot or heel? While doing one over the other can bias some of the forces that go through the leg and thus change where injuries are occurring, the injury rates are ultimately the same. So how should you strike the ground? In a manner that you're comfortable with. What about some of the argu other arguments out there? Run with a high knee drive, run with more of a pull, have a cadence of 180, the list goes on. They, and they may all be relevant for a particular individual at a particular point in time, depending on injury history, goals, strength, and coordination. However, to suggest any of these are for everyone all the time is a very reductionist viewpoint. It would not take into consideration all the literature we have on running. 
subscribing to a particular form is not as important in distance running as it may be with heavy lifting or sprinting. The difference being all about max power output with these versus efficiency over time with endurance activities such as running. And we have to remember, our brains are very smart. In almost all situations, it knows your body better than you do. It will go about the path of least resistance to increase your running economy. It's why you see so many runners have their own style or even have some crazy looking form that leaves you wondering, how in the heck are they running, let alone not in pain? Interestingly, changing form has actually been shown to decrease your running economy with no evidence that it will improve from baseline. That's not to say it doesn't eventually, but we just don't have anything to show that, to my knowledge, to date. There is one consistency. We want to land underneath us as best we can. That's one thing all form camps tend to be proponents of. Doing so will minimize breaking forces and facilitate a smoother stride. If you feel it best for you to work on form, I would shoot for that. But ultimately, the more you run, the more your body will fine-tune the movement and become more efficient. So however you run, keep at it. Efficiency will come in time. Now, why do we do all this easy running? You know, you might think, if I want to be fast, shouldn't I be running fast? While there is some truth to this, the biggest adaptations we want in distance running happens at easy intensities. These include capillary and mitochondrial density. More capillaries result in greater oxygenation of the working muscles. More mitochondria result in greater energy production and for longer. And those two together work in conjunction to help complement each other. Our harder efforts help these adaptations just work better. So consequently, without a good base of easy volume, there's a lower ceiling of how well harder efforts can run. And if we look at the elites in running, cycling, or cross-country skiing, we see the vast majority of their training is, is at a very low intensity, roughly 70 to 90% of their volume. That's a big chunk, and is why we have a bulk of your volume at easy intensity. Now, remember that bell curve? Yeah, we're still concerned with that even at the end of the run. So let's finish with a 5 to 10 minute fitness walk. Finishing with a walk helps to start down regulating that body, letting the body know the work is done. And as that heart rate decreases and blood flow normalizes towards resting levels, you will ultimately start to feel a little bit better as opposed to an abrupt stop to your training. So now that we're done with that, congratulations, you finished your easy run. We hope you found this helpful in your progression towards your goal and reference it as needed. If you have any questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to reach out to the custom training plans team. We'd be happy to help make this a great experience for you. Have fun and enjoy the miles.